I love good dad, bad dad. A vampire that breaks all the rules. Uh-oh, blood. I want to see a sex romp, please. You <laughs> owe that to me after I had to watch some boys cry. <laughs> Which I'm concerned means I'm starting to enjoy this piece yeah, of fiction. Yeah, you're definitely having fun. Whoops. Hi, I'm Morgan. Uh, and I'm Elle. And this is The Vampire Journals. Journals. This is a podcast about the TV show The Vampire Diaries. On this episode, episode seven, Haunted, we have our experts, Bridget Woodbury and Hannah Chiapanos. Bridget Woodbury, what are you the expert in this time? I'm an expert in secret magic jewelry. <laughs> Lot, lots of that in this episode. Yeah. Were you also an expert on like special relics a while ago or like antiques? Or was <laughs> I that think Hannah? I, several episodes ago, you guys had a uh, guest uh -huh. who yes. was uh, an expert in vampire <laughs> antiquities. I thought it was um, mm -hmm. a pink haired expert though. Oh no, I don't think so. Oh, true, 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 true. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you must run in the same circles and meet at, you know, conferences and whatnot. Absolutely. I'm actually pretty sure that expert was blonde at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it was a brunette. If mm. you run into her, can you tell her to come back on the show? I'll tell her I, I think her. she's a big bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was great. Whatever happened to her? Dead. Yeah. Speaking of not the same person as that, <laughs> Hannah, what are you an expert? Um, hi, my name's Hannah Chiapanos, and I'm reporting live from Halloween Town. Where is that? Um, it's in your heart. Oh. What, what would you say your formal title is? Uh, what's the, what like a, like an like an emissary Hang or on. like a diplomat? Cut out me not knowing what I'm saying. Um, what do you <laughs> call it? It's like a, I'm a foreign correspondent. Oh, foreign correspondent. Foreign correspondent. You want you want one more take? Sorry, sorry. I'm a foreign correspondent, uh, and I usually work from Halloween Town. Okay, absolutely fantastic. Well, it's great to have you in studio with us today. There's a lot of political unrest to cover. <laughs> Between Mystic Falls and Halloween Town, the consequences of Calabar's revenge will be felt for years to come. From what I understand, <laughs> can I just start this podcast off by saying that I love how when you start this episode, you have no idea it's Halloween mm -hmm. um, until you get to the high school. Yeah, if you're not paying attention, you don't really see the decorations. It's a big spider web. Yeah, yeah like, they really decorated the whole high school. Decorations kind of like slowly gather as uh -huh. the scenes progress. And then uh, suddenly Caroline's giving Bonnie a witch costume to wear. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Oh. Oh, oh, it's Halloween. Which it's like, it's so funny to me that we've already had several episodes, or like two, I think, that have kind of been based around a big event. We had the Comet Festival and the big party at the mayor's house. And both of those were like, big fucking deals yeah. in this town like people were passing out flyers whereas Halloween on this vampire show is kind of just like an afterthought <laughs> <laughs> like there's not a lot of lead up nobody really well it's because they didn't invent it like it's not a, a <laughs> holiday that only yeah. this it's town not, celebrates it's, yeah it's no sexy teen car wash <laughs> well that's a great point I feel like that, that Halloween was at the same level as that football game in that there was a giant banner <laughs> that just said Halloween. There were way more yeah. emotional stakes tied Absolutely. to the fact that there was Absolutely. a football uh, game. Sorry, yeah. Decor-wise, yeah. though. There Decor was, at well. the beginning, 
just a giant banner and all it said was Halloween. It didn't say anything <laughs> about when the party was or like yeah, yeah, just, any legit, just like a reminder. It is Halloween, period. Yeah, I think actually at one point, little brother Jeremy got a text that just said it's Halloween. <laughs> well, now I got that text from you this morning. <laughs> Are you sure she said Halloween or Hanoween? Never Eve. sure. I'm never sure. Every morning you get a text saying, it's Hanoween. I say it so fast. Every day so is. <laughs> every day is Hanoween. It's Hanoween. It's Hanoween. <laughs> it's Hanoween. Sing us in. So let's let's look at the, the episode proper. We've kind of set the stage. I think pretty well. Uh, we open with another spooky opening where it seems like someone else is going to die, um, some rando, but it's it's not a rando. It's Tyler Lockwood, the guy from the first episode that we hate, who treated Vicky like trash. I have no idea what he was doing. He was just like in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. That was this. That was the scene that was set. Tyler's in a parking lot. Yeah. He was probably leaving school after like a weightlifting sesh. Oh, true, true, true. He was at Aww. the in-school gym, yeah. getting his reps in, getting that blood pump in, yeah. ironically enough. Because you heard some other kid go, see ya, bro. <laughs> see ya, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See you later. Maybe I spent was... a lot of time sitting on the hoods of cars. He might have been doing Model UN. We don't know. Mm. Debate. That's true. Mm. I don't want to pigeonhole this boy. I do. I want to pigeonhole him. Does that mean something different to you, Morgan? <laughs> no, they're just really pro-pigeons. <laughs> I mean, you know how I feel about pigeons. Um, yep, you believe you can talk to them. That's well established. <laughs> I. Uh, it was not established to me, and I actually have a prior engagement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why don't you... Uh, El... Sorry. El... <laughs> Why don't you take us away from there? Take us away. Take uh, us away from all of this. Of course. Uh, so Vicky sort of has a moment where she almost bites Tyler, but I think she's able to kind of pull herself away at the last second. Is that correct? Yeah, she's she's in the parking lot when Tyler's getting into his car yeah. alone. And, and to clarify, she herself has recently been turned into a vampire. And then I think she goes back to the Salvatore family mansion after that of her own volition, I think. Yeah, I think she's being young padawan Yeah, I oh. mean, she kind of has two extremely ineffective vampire mentors this episode, and I guess this episode only, where Stefan is being like, hey, like, here's a little cup of animal blood. Drink it up. Hey, we can be cool. We can be nice vampires. And Damon's mm-hmm. like, come be an edgelord with me and suck people's blood on purpose. I love good dad, bad dad. Absolutely good dad, bad dad. <laughs> good they are daddy brothers. Bad. No, 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 good daddy, Morgan. bad daddy. They are brothers. What? <laughs> no. What? This is just your monthly reminder that they're brothers. This is your monthly reminder that they're brothers. Is, we're going to have to up it up to like buy or try or quadri. It turns monthly. out every episode I'm going to have to make Morgan look in the camera. And acknowledge. And acknowledge say, that these two characters brothers. are brothers. Yeah, not in the figurative way. In the literal way. Not Morgan. in arms. Morgan. Not in arms. Literal brothers. Have the same mother. Brothers from the same mother. Not another. <laughs> the same. 
two brothers. The brothers. <laughs> Thank you. We can move on. <laughs> but they are kind of going to try to raise a teenager together in this episode. I guess oh there is God. no there is no getting around that I one. told you, good dad, bad dad. No, 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 no. I guess just two, I think more like two very ineffectual uncles is kind of more the vibe anyway. That's true. Like, like Zach. Like three huh. men and a baby. Yes, yeah. exactly. Two vampires wow. and a baby. Which one's Uncle Joey and which one's Uncle Jesse? What a good question. I think... <laughs> okay, we know for sure that Damon is Jesse. Yeah, yeah. yeah Damon's Jesse. I guess, I guess Zach would have been Danny if he hadn't just been murdered. Maybe Elena's Danny now. <laughs> I think Elena is Danny. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, she's back in the mansion. She's clearly a lot more of a fan of Damon's edgelord school of drinking human blood. Like, she does not seem to care much for the prospect of drinking animal blood forever. To be fair, Stefan's a terrible salesman. He's really, really not selling it. It's because he has no argument other than it's wrong and like there's so many ways he could have spun that yeah he could have at least kind of done the the parent thing honestly where you explain to somebody why the thing you're saying is wrong is wrong because damon's selling it like oh i mean like you know drink their blood they don't even die and then they forget about it whereas Stephen yeah. could have said said like as someone who values consent mm, that would be a great attempt well then someone would have had to have thought about consent in the writer's room a single time <laughs> yeah it ends up being damon talking more the voice of reason mm. like in terms of vampire world where it's like you're gonna be hungry what, what did he say snatch eat erase snatch yeah oh oh i have it hold on hold on <laughs> snatch eat erase yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, which came right after his first tagline it's what you're craving <laughs> <laughs> it's like got milk yeah he is a blood salesman in this episode yes. like he's had a while a few centuries to think about how great of a blood salesman he could yeah. be God, i like can't string sentences together today <laughs> i want to mention a diversion we had at this point that l won't remember because l's phone is gone mm -hmm. um about how Stefan should just get an apartment. <laughs> and what Morgan's partner said was he'd rather live with his murder brother than deal with a rental agency. Well, also, I mean, which also renter, we established that we don't think Stefan has any streams of income. That's true. So like, does he have like passive investment income though? He should, but he also seems really dumb. Yeah, so I bet that Zach handled all of that. And now that he's dead, it's like, they don't have any of the passwords. They don't know their own credit card numbers. <laughs> oh my God. Their social also, security they can't numbers. even figure out how to use a cell phone. They're just like grandparents. <laughs> Imagine Stefan coming down the stairs after Zach dies and going, he had the Wi-Fi password. What's the Wi-Fi <laughs> password? He didn't write it down anywhere. I always just oh, asked him God. for it. And they're just only using his computer, so they're not, they don't have it saved. Yeah, yeah they just, like, can't log out now. They run out of toilet paper because they don't know how to go to the store. I actually would watch a whole series that's them learning how to grocery shop. Absolutely. A whole series that is vampires being, like, I've got my sun ring on. Yeah, I'm bedecked in archaic jewelry. <laughs> and now what which aisle is the shampoo in? <laughs> which actually Damon's hair was really bad this episode, so maybe he couldn't figure out how okay. to buy conditioner. Yeah, mm -hmm. the uncle would restock the hair care products. Thing am I 
I wasn't the only one that noticed it, right? Like it had gotten briefly no, better. I agree with you. Yeah, it was doing a weird like baby bangs thing. It baby was bangs. crunchy yet wispy baby bangs. Oof. It was yeah. heinous. Can I say Oof. what his hair lacked, his eyes made up for? I do have to agree you with that. I have to that. agree with that. And I, because I think that's why I didn't notice the baby bangs because I was I was trying to think back and all I just kept coming back to this mental image of a smirk and I'm like I don't even know what's going on with the hair yeah he's handsome he's charismatic somebody in hair and makeup fucking hated him for whatever reason (laughs) he wronged them in some way it might have been the year 2010 that hated him that's true maybe just the time period hated him like it hated all of us yeah it did I relate I think like when you guys talk about Damon's eyes I relate most to when he was talking to that adult woman and he tried to like smolder her thoughts away and she was like what's wrong you're just like completely Uh, immune to his i am wearing vervain metaphorical and spiritual vervain you are protected let's talk about what damon's doing this episode Mm. outside of the main plot of the halloween party with vicky yeah i loved what he did just scheme wise this episode it was very fun the vampire cops were just talking about vampire cop business in broad daylight in a public establishment which is very stupid they all have homes that they could do this in it's not just vampire cops it was the mayor and his wife yeah it was the mayor and his wife and they were hanging out at the mystic grill where all the teenagers hang out too yeah Mm -hmm. the single place that there is to go in this town Uh uh-huh which it's like i get that they must have assumed, oh, it's daylight out. Vampires won't be here. But like they, I would hope know that vampires can have people in thrall or at least talk to people. So mm-hmm. it's like, keep it under wraps that you're vampire cops. This is a small town, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like if you know there are vampires Vampire here. cops, also a TV show I would watch. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it Especially if they were this stupid. Just like some The new bumbling. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> The vampire cop? I was in a small town once. It was called Angelica, New one York. Time. And it was like a population of 80 people. Oh, Their one Jesus. school was like K through 12. Mm. Uh, I was driving with my boyfriend's mother and the mother's best friend. And as we drove past the only strip club in the town. the <sighs> One we- strip club is a lot of strip clubs for a town for, of 80, yeah. I gotta say. <laughs> Yeah, wow, that's that market is saturated. That's over one percent of the population. <laughs> the friends started cursing out yeah. and said, "That's my husband's truck. I told him not to go there. Uh, he said oh, he wasn't gonna go God. there anymore." Oh. So it's like a it's like a destination spot. People come in, yeah, from other to go to, the strip to, club. Go to this tiny town strip club. Yeah, which statistically must employ like a fifth of the town. But yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Similar to the mayor and his wife, mm. if you park your truck in the proverbial strip club yeah. of this small town, people are going to see your truck parked Exactly. There. Someone's going to see your husband's truck. But so like, and essentially that's what happened to the vampire cops. They were having a loud conversation about how they were vampire cops. And Damon is just sitting five feet away, hearing everything. And so after one of them leaves, he kind of like sidles up to the mayor's wife and starts hitting on her. Fails mm-hmm. to like vampire thrall her, but definitely just mm-hmm. you know charms her the old fashioned way, as I think I, someone said. I do want to ask Bridget mm-hmm. about this scene because there's a reason why Damon leans mm-hmm. in, tries to thrall her, and has to do a fake out like, oh, there's something in my eye. Mm-hmm. Do you want to explain? Yeah, 
I do. I We actually see two sort of pieces of magic secret jewelry in this scene. One is that Damon's wearing his son ring, to which we just alluded, mm-hmm. that somehow has escaped the knowledge of all the vampire cops. Uh, so maybe we are getting our TV show about inept vampire cops. <laughs> I love it. And then yeah, yeah. Uh, said inept vampire cop is wearing a bracelet with vervain in it, which we only know because Damon looks at it sort of knowingly it looks like a charm bracelet my sister used to have from claire <laughs> it is a different look than we're used to mm-hmm. in a secret magic jewelry that's usually a lot older would have liked to see maybe some tarnish on it but i guess if what you got is a claire is what you got as a claire's no they just they just keep it clean they just like um, you know drop it in vinegar on the rag she's a rich bitch she's gonna clean her jewelry she's mm-hmm. gonna Absolutely. pay uh, someone yeah. to clean her jewelry for her okay we did skip one little thing that I want to make sure we touch on yeah. um, because it's it's the third fake TV show within this TV show I would watch, um, which is Bonnie's Graham shows up. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And we were all like, fuck, where's the Magic University TV show? Yeah, she's basically just like this cool older woman who's like, I teach magic at university, but nobody believes that I'm a real witch. Like, she's essentially like, we have to keep it a secret. And Bonnie's like, Grandma, everyone knows that you're a witch. Like, Yeah, you teach about it. <laughs> it's so you funny. You are the least subtle anyone could it's be. So it's so funny. So great. And then they show a picture of some, like Bonnie's great, yeah. great, great grandmother. Mm-hmm. And it again looks like Bonnie went mm-hmm. to the boardwalk and had a photo taken. Yeah. <laughs> An old timey sepia. Yeah. I, I think what they were going for was the the outfit Emily Bennett was wearing. Do we recognize her? No. Should we? <gasps> Wait. No. Yeah. No. Come on, get there. Oh my god, yeah. is she supposed to be the enslaved person that Catherine was touting around when we did the flashback? Yeah. Wow. Didn't Holy get there. Crap. Was that played by the same actress? Yes. Holy crap, I totally oh. missed that. I feel like a dumbass for not noticing. Wow. Yeah, I am humiliated. I want to like yeah. go back. Yeah. Yeah. I, that actress, I don't know, I think maybe only Morgan had this connection, but that actress was on a show called Dead Like Me that I feel very passionately oh, about. Oh, Grams? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So please at me about that on Twitter. That's I just wanted to say that actually. Okay. Out. Sorry. <laughs> Congrats. Thought I had a segue back like out me. of that and I was wrong. <laughs> I do want to touch more on Bonnie's jewelry belonging to Emily Bennett, her great, great 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 grandmother mm-hmm. so she has a long line of grandmothers passing down this piece of jewelry she she gets some background i think she there's kind of like supposedly a montage of bonnie getting witchcraft lessons from her grams that we don't really get to see mm-hmm. oh. so she gets some history her family moved from Salem in like 1642 and relocated in Mystic Falls. So they weren't witches who were, quote, burned at the stake, even though they didn't burn witches. No, they hung them. Yeah. Impressed that one guy. <laughs> they pressed. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah, yeah they, they did. Giles Corey. Giles Corey. But he wasn't a witch. He he just wouldn't give info. Yeah. Didn't he get accused as a witch, though? Or oh, yeah, he? but he he was accused, but he refused to participate in his trial. Oh, so that's they stacked what it rocks is. on his chest and died. Yeah. yeah, if he had entered a plea as a witch, either way, he would have had to forfeit his land, and so that's why they pressed him to death. This is sorry, right. I think about this a lot. No, yeah, yeah no, and he has the like the dopest last words of all time. Mm. Also, yeah, when he yeah the last thing okay. he ever says is more weight. Yeah, 
Wow. It's hilarious how much knowledge everyone party to this <laughs> podcast just had about this. <laughs> oh my boy, Giles. Listen, we're all a group of people who played very selective attention in high school history, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Certain things really jumped out to us. <laughs> I took a continuing education class about witches, actually. Did you really? really? That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I went to summer camp where you took college classes oh for three weeks, God. and one of the ones I picked was about witches. That's, oh, that's so dope. great. That's yeah. amazing. Oh, this is very much going to come in handy, I feel like. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, we're the perfect people for this podcast. Uh, vampires, witches. Oh, I thought you were just going to say listener, we're the perfect people. Listener, we're crushing it. Congratulations to your ears. In case you couldn't tell, we're doing great. I like patting ourselves on the back. Yeah, I listen, it's like how if you have to explain your joke, it's better. Yeah, it means that you kind of outsmarted everyone, which is the point of humor. Exactly. So if they can't tell this oh podcast is good, it's very postmodern. <laughs> Um, okay, wait, so back to the necklace, though. So they had Bonnie's great times five grandmother, I think, wearing the same necklace that now Bonnie has because Damon, at the beginning of the series, had the necklace, gave it to Caroline, and Caroline, during this episode, gave it to Bonnie because she was like, I'm over Damon, he Fuck sucks, Damon. he gave this to me, take it, it's just a reminder. Yeah. So now Bonnie has been reunited with this necklace that her ancestor had which feels relevant and like it'll come into play at some point i yeah and i do want to remind everyone that damon found the necklace hidden in the lockwood manor oh i totally forgot Mm -hmm. um but he found it in a way where like he hid it a long time ago Mm -hmm. like he knew exactly where it was okay well speaking of he i think he said that he put it there Yeah. yeah because caroline's like how like where did you get that he's like i'm put it there it's mine goodbye yeah (laughs) but also related to his visit to the lockwood manor when he is smizing at the mayor Mm -hmm. he or the mayor's wife my bad he learns that she in her test to figure out who's a vampire ruled out anyone who attended Mm. anyone who arrived during daylight anyone who arrived during daylight something that he did because again he's got sun bling yeah, and he doesn't know about that. Nobody knows about that ring. He's in the bling ring. He's in the bling ring. Yeah, so... He stole the sun ring from Paris Hilton. He <laughs> and his brother are very in the clear with the vampire cops right now. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Which is unbelievable because you she's like, them. your last name is what? And he's like, Salvatore. Yeah. And my name's Steven Salvatore. Salvatore. Right, and then she's like, oh, she's like, no, really? oh, your uncle, you're like, certainly you know that's the thing. You think that this uncle has a mystery teen cousin that you've never heard of? Yeah, who is named the same as the cousins throughout town history, which you know about because you have all that documentation, and this is your job as a vampire yeah. cop to hunt down vampires, which I assume yeah, means going into genealogy because you're hunting immortals. Right. Not just her job to hunt vampires, she's also in the Lockwood Manor, she's like in charge of hereditary and Yeah, like she should not and there's a document with his name on yeah. it. Yeah, she's in charge of these old antiques from the founders specifically. Yeah. So one thing she said that maybe explained why she wouldn't be suspicious of the Salvatore is I think she implied that Zach was like selling them for vain or giving them for vain the mm-hmm. vampire cops had promised them or some. promised them some. Yeah. so he was he was a rat to the vampire cops he was growing mm-hmm. okay but not enough, enough of a enough rat, rat that he revealed the identity yeah, yeah which is oh. wild so what this tells us is that theoretically these mm-hmm. vampire cops either they never knew the identity of the vampires in mm-hmm. town they just knew that vampires 
abounded. Or that all of the people who knew who the vampires were didn't pass on that information. Yeah, right. It's, I mean, it seems like they think that the Salvatore family is cooperating. Yeah. That's so wild. Um, which is, which is reinforced because Damon is like, oh, hell yeah, I'll get you the Vervain. Because they look like vampires. I know vampires. They look like that guy whose eyes always look like it's got eyeliner on. Like, yes. Classic vampire. That guy from Lost. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, okay, so I'm just like, how does the conversation happen where Zach goes to the vampire cops and oh says, my God. do you need any anti-vampire weed? I've been growing some in my basement. <laughs> Anyway, I'm unrelated to all of this. Don't ask me how I know that vampires are in this town or if I know who they are, because I totally don't. I just have access to anti-vampire weed. It's a family legend. Family that's the legend same man that, that steeped the leaves around. and put it in his coffee, though. Yeah, so that's we're not true. seeing that was a lot metal. of logical. <laughs> well, that worked. That's it. Yeah, yeah, but he wasn't like, maybe I'll just make tea. Right. <laughs> like, I'm going to put a little tea in my coffee. Vervain doesn't have caffeine, Bridget. <laughs> It could be a little herbal tea, a little herbal tincture you could have it before he goes to sleep to calm down. Anyway. <laughs> Can I bring back again? So Vervain is a real herb. Like, I, we've had this yes. conversation. But so why is this one dude the person they're depending on for this herb when they can just go to, like, a garden center anywhere? I, I'm going to yeah. look at where it's native. It's like a gathering blue situation. <laughs> <laughs> like, super rare or, like... I would suppose it would be dangerous to be caught growing it in a town that's known for having vampires. But no, but the vampires haven't two. been around for forever. Yeah. It's native to Europe. Ooh. Okay, so like, okay, maybe mm. it's something you need to import. Wait, no, just kidding. It oh. can totally easily grow in the U.S. Okay, yeah, they just don't have a garden center. That's they don't have what a garden center here. <laughs> they don't have a Home Depot nearby. <laughs> Was the Mystic? I want to say pizza so bad. <laughs> was that scene before or after the front yard? Oh, with Vicky. Oh. I think I ha- I think we are. Uh, I think before. Elle is rolling by memory today. Yeah. So uh-huh. I also only roll by memory. Oh boy. Okay. I'm pretty sure the diner scene was before the front yard scene. Like reasonably. Okay. The diner scene happens in two different places. It's kind of cut in two. Mm, yeah. Okay. He has to wait for the husband to leave. Sure. So I, I'm I'm fine with kind of like talking about it as a whole. Yeah. So the point being going back to Damon, the mayor's wife for Vane, he finds out that Zach was going to sell them anti-vampire weed. And then he says, oh, I can hook you up with that. Um, the, the council, you said? And she was like, oh, he knows how many people are on the council. Yes. Yeah. But mm-hmm. so Damon is clearly trying to like, build a relationship with the vampire cops so that he can kind of like infiltrate them and yeah i don't know i assume kill them all which would be a smart move would be very dangerous on his part yeah yeah (laughs) well that's i was saying if listen what i want is for him to be like here's some vervain and have it just be like cilantro (laughs) a bag of oregano yeah just like a different it's actually just weed yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's real marijuana (laughs) i mean that would be smart you'd get all the the council members off the vervain and then you can and then you could go and be like okay who seems really high yeah oh so true maybe they're on the council yeah Mm. this is a special new strain of vervain so much stronger man you gotta smoke it instead of steeping it yeah (laughs) hey do you think by vampire logic if you named a kid vervain they'd be like safe interesting (laughs) certainly a question i do want to talk about vicky Mm. we do get a scene with vicky and damon vicky's like why did you do it and damon Mm. gives the excuse i was bored i was bored and then he's just like now i'm bored thanks a lot (laughs) idiot but it 
makes Damon go, oh, okay, uh, let's make your undead life less pathetic. They go out in the front yard. My partner said something about a pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Do you hear the messages your partner sent? Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, One, just thinking about Elon Musk. Two, this is just like pandemic. Can only go in the front yard. (laughs) (laughs) And then I said I can run so fast around Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. They were stretching their little vampire legs. Yeah, they go out into the front yard and they show Vicky that that you can run real fast if you're a vampire. Vampires go zoom. I love how that ends up where she just runs real fast out of there and then it doesn't come back. She's like, oh, worm. And then (laughs) (laughs) leaves, extremely leaves. Damon, taking leash off his dog. What's the worst that could happen? Dog sprints into the woods. (laughs) Incredible. Yeah, Vicky's loose. Yeah, well, I think it's set up where you're supposed to like think Vicky's going to Jeremy's house mm. because of the scene before that. Yeah, she threatens Elena. Yeah, Elena is essentially mm. like, "Hey, um, if you hang around my brother, you could accidentally kill him because of your uncontrollable bloodlust. Could you not hang around <laughs> my brother anymore?" Reasonable from her perspective. Mm-hmm. I get it. Fuck off, narc. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Vicky's like fully fuck you. She um picks Elena up. And slams her into a wall. God, um, I love it. <laughs> no comment. And it's like, you were mean to my it's brother. Extremely good. You were mean to my brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, you broke my brother's heart. And then she so runs I'm off. Like, your brother. Yeah, now I'm, gonna, I'm mad at you for that. Oh, and then kind of, she also does say like, it, this thing comes back up that hasn't, or like has been kind of a continuing thing with Vicky where she feels like everyone's looking down on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very self-conscious. Yeah. Like there was that was a thing that Damon said when he was like like plumbing her brain when they were trapped in that house before he snapped her neck and turned her into a vampire, blah da da. But he was like, Wow, you have like no self-confidence, do you? And she was like, ha, no. <laughs> <laughs> and this episode he was like, Your life sucked, but your afterlife doesn't have to, which is like, okay, we're, <laughs> she was fine. Everyone was just very mean to her. Yeah. That's part of why okay, so I was like literally getting so hype for Vicky's vampire career. I was like, holy crap, she's gonna run this shit like she's gonna have this total renaissance where oh man are you foreshadowing she's gonna get her group back I'm foreshadowing. yeah <laughs> I'm, yeah a dramatic irony <laughs> because the listener knows um the the next message i have here is from morgan i can't wait to talk about this sexy high school halloween party mm-hmm. i think it's time <laughs> Oh, yeah. So first Vicky goes home Mm -hmm. to Matt and then ends up going to the Halloween party dressed as a vampire. Mm -hmm. I do want to briefly talk about the Halloween party itself, because any Halloween party my school ever threw was never that cool. Oh, no, absolutely absolutely not. not. No, they didn't throw graves at high school. No, like that would have been a house party, realistically. We had the sexy car wash. Not the fuck rave. <laughs> <laughs> there was a scene where I think Vicky made off with Jeremy and Elena and, and Stefan were like searching for them desperately. And they're going through this maze of a school where everything is like so well decorated and spooky. Yeah. And there's just like a guy on a table <laughs> with like pretend guts hanging out. 
and there's people around him like eating the guts because yeah. it's candy. Love it. Mm. Love Love it. it. And I'm just like, what high school is this? Absolutely. Not a chaperone in sight. Elena's yeah. wearing a cold shoulder nurse costume. Yeah. Everyone's like going full, like, you know, like classic spirit Halloween, slutty yeah. out of the package. Yeah, costume. like definitely like the things I wore in college. Yeah. And like it's like, yes, this is this is Halloween. Mm-hmm. And but the idea that it's thrown on a high school property that and that any high school would allow the lights to get that now, low. I th- <laughs> a question for you as an emissary from Halloween Town. Yeah, absolutely. What yeah. would you say uh, the true spirit of Halloween is? <laughs> uh, the true spirit of Halloween is seeing a spirit Halloween <laughs> open where other businesses have fallen <laughs> to the test <laughs> of time. Do you see, and you see that reflected in this party? What do you mean? You're seeing the true spirit of Halloween. I'm absolutely seeing the true spirit of Halloween. I'm seeing, I'm seeing what looks like just like sheets of fabric all torn up, hanging about the hallways for teens to hide behind and kiss. I'm Mm. seeing (laughs) flashing rave lights just cause. Um, I'm seeing, I think, fog across the floor. Mm. Uh, They got that that fog machine from the first couple episodes. They got Genie to vape behind the building. (laughs) They borrowed Damon's old fog machine. <laughs> Ooh, can I um, propose a fan theory? Actually, that would yes. cover um, this and the sexy car wash. What if the school was already terminally understaffed? So once the coach slash history teacher died, they were oh like, "Oh, the teens run it." Oh <laughs> the Lord of the Flies. That would make so much sense because I don't know if we've seen a an adult at that high school since. Lord of the bats. We have not seen another teacher. I don't think he might have been one of two employees. Yeah, it's a very small town. There's two teachers: one that does STEM and one that does humanities. I know that we see the person that Damon, or sorry, that Stefan enthralls to not need paperwork, mm-hmm. right? Like in like yeah, there's one. like so there's one administrator who like. Like, I feel like they wouldn't make her chaperone, right? Like She's tired. She needs a break. <laughs> she needs She's a tired. Break. She's running this place on her own. There's her and two teachers. <laughs> Let the children wreak havoc. And, and the grown-ups would chaperone, but they're very busy dressing as Daisy from The Great Gatsby right. in the one bar. Right, okay, so the mayor's wife was dressed as Daisy Buchanan, which, by the way, I think she was dressed more like Jordan. She was dressed like Daisy Buchanan in... Also, rife with meaning. Rife, rife. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who's one rich person in high school lit? Daisy Buchanan, done. <laughs> what was her plan for the night? Was she... Like, was she just planning on getting in costume and sitting in the single bar? It did seem like everyone there was in a costume. To like sit alone? Bathroom. Well, no, I think, like, people were like, ah, okay, the adult Halloween activity is a nice dinner out in a weird dress. Actually, that does sound fun. <laughs> I That's because you haven't left the house anymore. God, I miss doing fun things. Yeah, maybe they had, like, a promotion where it's, like, if you come in costume, you get a free drink. For seven martinis. For seven, yeah, if you come dressed as Daisy Buchanan, you get yeah. free gin all night. She was really nursing those olives. <laughs> <laughs> Before the Halloween party, Elena and Jeremy have a little like brother-sister moment where Elena tries to convince Jeremy that cutting Vicky out of his life is for the best. Mm. And since we know that Vicky is a vampire and literally a predator, we can agree with her. But Jeremy kind of comes back with his perspective of ever since his parents died, 
things have been shit and the only good yeah. moments he's had has all been with Vicky. Mm-hmm. And point. He's been kind of pushing away from Vicky, but it's different yeah. to like for him to choose that versus his sister who like to like yeah. tell him what to do. Doesn't really know her to tell him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I kind of like this dynamic of like Elena doesn't really know what's going on in Jeremy's world at, mm-hmm. at this level yeah. and how much Vicky means to him. And from what she does see, she she goes with her gut, mm. like her first mm-hmm. impulse on telling him what he should be doing based mm. on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it also is part of why he's so quick to be like, yeah, sure, mm-hmm. to Vicky yeah. later when she's like, let's run away together. Yeah. You know, because he's just been put in a position where he's like, okay, my sister is not noticing anything about me. Yeah, and also it's like it's the first opportunity he has to take any part of his life into his own hands. Mm-hmm. What happened to their aunt? Oh, where's she at? Yeah, where's she been? <laughs> we have not She's seen not her. In this episode. We have had like several people like fight in that house, someone turning into a vampire in that house. And they had that whole dinner with they the wine. The aunt oh. was not invited to the dinner that took place in her house. <laughs> and Is she just with the weatherman? No, because the other man's dead. Huh. Uh, Jenna was probably at a restaurant waiting for Logan Fell to show up. Huh. Ouch. Oh my god. She too is dressed like Daisy <laughs> Getting her <laughs> We do have a scene, then everything kind of culminates to the end of the Halloween party where yeah, Vicky wants to run away with jeremy he says okay but then she bites his lip Uh oh blood too hard yeah Elle said one of my favorite things in the world about that which is that well so first hannah said it's so newbie vamp to turn your high school boyfriend into a vampire and Elle said that's a step above getting married as soon as you graduate (laughs) which is yeah chef's kiss yeah together forever hannah Uh as an expert on halloween culture yeah um, an emissary as you will. Absolutely. How would you compare Vicky as a vampire to Vicky as a costume vampire for Halloween? <laughs> did, it, did it match? Was it? Did she get it wrong? <gasps> oh, boy. Well, Morgan, you're touching on something very close to my heart, which is the fact that two characters in this episode went to the Halloween party dressed as what they are. Hmm. Uh, Vicky as a vampire and Bonnie as a witch. And... Now, here's what I'll say. I can't make a declarative statement on what all Halloween Americans find acceptable, right? I personally find it gauche. I find it tacky. I find it uninspired. Get (laughs) him. Now, one of them picked the costume themselves, but the other, it was foisted upon. What do you think about that? That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bonnie Bonnie was pigeonholed. As always, I think Bonnie is in the right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a few pigeonholed people here because Elena and Matt actually, they didn't expect to go to the dance. Mm. So they were going last minute. So they dug out their last year's Halloween costumes, which yeah, back which, then they were dating. So they had a couple's they costume. They had a couple's costume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoops. yeah. Which is amazing. Like, what an incredible faux pas. Absolutely. <laughs> so mortifying. Um, Can I um just put a question into the group, roundtable mm-hmm. style? What would you have preferred Vicky to be dressed as, if not a vampire, to the oh. Halloween dance? 
Wow. Okay, so it would be really funny if she was dressed as a specific vampire character. Mm. Like, we've already seen that this show is willing to reckon with other vampiric Mm -hmm. franchises, such as when Damon was talking about Twilight versus Interview with a Vampire. So if she went as, like... A character in True Blood, like that would be hilarious. Oh, that would be that incredible. would be good. Or like a human character, especially like Bella from Twilight, would have been a very funny. Oh choice. my god, that you. would be I was so thinking, amazing. I was thinking Buffy. Yeah. Oh, oh that. Oh, okay. she had gone as Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Faith. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, that's really yeah. really good. Hey, writers of the Vampire Diaries, why didn't you do this? Hey. uh Go ahead and get in touch with us and we will help with the reboot. Yeah, we will digitally retouch a new costume onto Vicky <laughs> in this episode. It's just going to be a picture that Hannah and I drew on a legal pad <laughs> <laughs> that we cut out. It's just a JPEG that we <laughs> like click and drag as she moves. Record. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So yeah, we have like the final battle of the episode. Mm-hmm. Elena tries to save Jeremy from Vicky. Vicky ends up attacking Lena. And then uh, Stefan ends up staking Vicky, unfortunately. I was so heartbroken. To everyone's sadness. Yeah, because we were all Vicky stands, I think, yeah. right? Like I was not expecting yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I was getting yeah. ready for her to be like mean vampire queen mm-hmm. just right or for her to like go off for like a yeah. season or two and then mm-hmm. come back and be like here are my stories yeah that's i thought we were gonna be like a vampire that breaks all the rules but not in like a <laughs> damon way in a like fuck the patriarchy way yeah that's so funny like a contemporary yeah. vampire i feel like there's so much she's like you guys are kind of making this a little too spooky i'm mm-hmm. gonna go figure something else out yeah like she could have just like damon has fun performatively he's mischievous yeah. performatively because he wants attention she could have just had some fun mm-hmm. yeah that would have been fun yeah Unfortunately, Vicky is staked and out of the picture. Stefan calls up Damon as like cleanup crew. Mm. So Damon is yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't get dusted. Yeah, Mm -hmm. her body stays. Have we seen vampires die? as of yet or I think this is the first one one. okay because I was genuinely surprised to see a body me too Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so yeah what happens is like they don't turn to dust but their skin goes all gray you see all the veins Mm. and they just become like a it looks like a kind of gorgony yeah yeah Yeah. you know so there is still a body that will leave evidence and needs to be gotten rid of yeah and so damon comes and he is very like I will hide this body for you Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, and then Elena says something. I mean, she's like, this is your fault. Like, you did this. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. people die around Damon and that it matters and he knows it. Because he doth protest a little too much. Yeah, performative mischief. Performative mischief. Mm. Despite Elena's flaws and mistakes this episode, she does come out swinging with some good, what do you call it? Swings? Swings. I mean, she hits him. But kind of yeah. telling Damon, like, shoving truth bombs in his face. Mm. Yeah, she's done that a couple of times, I think. And then she loses all of the good karma she's generated <laughs> with me oh, at the end of the episode. Yes. Yeah, by, like, ultra gaslighting her brother. Yeah, literally the most extreme form of gaslighting. Like, brainwashing? Mind control? I mean... Oh, man. Oof. Yeah, so, Hannah, why don't you mm. tell us what happened there? Here's, here's what happened. Mm-hmm. So 
Elena goes home and Jeremy is crying and Steve McQueen here, he does an incredible job being like a freaking heartbreaking teenage boy who just saw his like girlfriend murdered. It was the most acting that boy has ever done. I, he's done, mm-hmm. he's done great. He crushed it. He crushed it. And he's, yeah, he's breaking my heart. And he like, his girlfriend tried to kill him and then was killed. Her body's weird and scary. And he's like, I don't understand what was happening. And Elena's like, shit, crap. And goes outside and tells a vampire to brainwash him into forgetting that Vicky died and thinking that she just went out of town. Yeah, which yeah. like, ah, uh, ooh. Unbelievable. Consent problems, we meet again. Unbelievable. I've not gone but an episode without it. Immediately after that, Elena's like, I too wish I could forget, but I can't forget how I feel about you, Stefan. And it's like, Elena, you were making choices on what you are sacrificed like what pain you are willing to put up with in order to have lessons learned Mm -hmm. in order to have like things to move forward with in the future and you're completely denying your brother that opportunity Mm -hmm. absolutely i don't i i'm just so and if she had made that call if the like if she had given some sort of speech about like it's too complicated to explain to him we'll all go to jail like if there had been like some reason besides i don't think my brother should feel sad yeah you know like i feel like there is a justification for that that i could at least understand Mm and she was like i don't trust him to keep this a secret what he thinks happened Mm -hmm. is that you like killed her right maybe that yeah but then it could still be like oh make her make him think that she died another way yes yes in an accident yeah Yeah. but it it was all centered around the fact that he was so sad i was just gonna say speaking of acting i wanted to just point out there was the scene where matt is like oh yes where that hurt in the moment i like put my phone down for a second because i was like this is such an accurate portrayal of someone that's a relative of an addict Mm -hmm. like what it feels like to like blame yourself and to like yeah and to just feel like you have no control so i just those are two boys that historically i've been like oh bad at being on this show that like crushed it this episode like in a a really move i I didn't think this show could genuinely move me but here we are yeah (laughs) that was moving and like the the like crushing irony of him asking elena like am i gonna have to spend the rest of my life worrying about her her knowing that she has just died yeah and he i mean doesn't have to worry about her the way that he thinks he does but like is he just never gonna hear from her again is elena gonna ask him like Like, holy shit that's so sadistic of these and also these vampires should know better like Okay, I know that's a stupid thing. To say. <laughs> I can be the tagline of the show. These players should know better. Sadistic teens is resonant for me, though. Theoretically, they've had to deal with something similar yeah, before. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Right, and I there is a bit in this show of a vibe of like Elena's the first time they truly understood the importance and consequences of their feelings, and like that's <gasps> a bit like manic pixie vampire. Yeah. yeah, where it's like she's forcing them to confront things that they've had a very long time to confront themselves. Yeah. They only really started living today. Oh my god. It's like that like trope of of when men say I didn't understand that women were people until I had a daughter. Yes. But it's Elena yeah. is that for them as friends yeah. of a woman. <laughs> I knew no women until I had a daughter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's something about portraying 
like someone going home to like an empty house mm. waiting for someone to come home uh, that they don't know will never come home that like gets right. me yeah every that fucking time. Su- that sucks yeah because he yeah. fully believes that after those teens got burned up in the woods mm-hmm. that Vicky was missing and like off on some drug yeah. journey or some yeah because she's like called since then I think like she showed up really briefly at the house and then disappeared again so like right yeah he's very reasonably yeah. worried about her and is maybe just never gonna see her again after this and yeah. Elena can at least get some closure and we know that he will never see right. her again after yeah, this. and there's something like kind of interesting is a word for it, I guess, that, like, we know that she's dead and and we know there's a character that doesn't. But, like, on top of that dramatic irony or whatever, like, there are also characters in-universe that know. Mm-hmm. And and I can only... I To add to the prediction list, I imagine he's going to find out at the m- most upsetting possible. Him yeah. and Jeremy, yeah. Something's going to happen yeah. that, like, breaks whatever mind control is happening. I'm a little worried the body's, like, going to float up from under a lake oh, or some shit. Oh, I do want to end this episode on prediction. So that's Ooh, a good okay. prediction Ooh. because we do end on like a really sad note. And if we know anything about this podcast or ourselves, it's run away from sad. Yeah. I was taken aback by the end of the episode. I felt like it was really short. Yeah. Um, which I'm concerned because I'm starting to enjoy this piece yeah, of you're fiction. definitely having fun. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Stefan is going to receive more pressure about Vicky's disappearance because, I mean, Vicky was telling Matt that, like, Stefan won't leave her alone before she died because she was trying to get this highly moral Mm -hmm. vampire off her back while she tried to eat some people. And he does the manly up against a wall and he's, like, like, trying to help. Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think Stefan's gonna, I don't know, have to deal more with Damon's choices and that's gonna be the conflict same conflict yeah i like that yeah uh, i think that damon is gonna bone the mayor's wife <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hope so yeah fingers crossed maybe the mayor finds out and it's like a zany little drama there oh because that's this kind of show <laughs> i want to see a sex romp please you yeah. owe that to me after i had to watch some boys cry <laughs> <laughs> that's our episode You've just listened to <laughs> episode five, Haunted. This has been the Vampire Journals. I'm Morgan Ormond. I'm Elle. Bridget, you have anything to plug? Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> um, my business, Galaxy Brain Design, just launched a collection featuring my good pal and roommate, Hannah. Um, Me? you um so if you like stuff that's uh spooky or gay or pro science buy that specifically there's a lot of vaccination related stickers you need your vaccinate me daddy yeah shot girl summer content the instagram is galaxy brain design and the website is galaxybraindesign.com and because you're listening to our talk i assume gay and spooky is your shit so hopefully Or at least we're we're about to make it your shit. Yeah, welcome yeah. aboard. If you weren't into spooky and gay before, oops. Anyway, we're gay and spooky. That's my plug. Hannah, anything else to plug besides stickers? No, mostly mostly I made a sticker. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna use the money to buy beer, so uh, go buy those stickers. <laughs> Thanks for the group plug, T. Yeah. <laughs> They're very good. Anti-vaxxers have had merch for too long. Pro-vaxxing merch is the wave now. Pro-vaxxing yes. merch. Yeah. 
And it's prettier. That's right. We're coming for you, Jenny McCarthy. I'm anti-vax Etsy. Bridgets are cuter. (laughs) (laughs) Edit that part out. I don't want them to come for me. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and share. And follow us on Twitter, at Journals Podcast. It's Hannah Ween. <laughs> it's Hannah Ween.